0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. If you are a returning listener, it is awesome to get to hang out with you again. And if you're new, welcome, hello, my name is Jillian. I have to be honest with you guys, this is the third time I've tried to record this podcast and for some reason, technology has gotten the better of me Every single time. So we're going to cross our fingers and hope this is going to be good because I am so excited to talk about this topic today. It's a topic that has literally changed my life. It's changed the way that I coach. And so I can't wait to dig into it. And before, I'd really like to ask you, if you have a moment, please head into your Spotify app or your Apple podcast app and leave me a rating and or review. You can leave a rating in both Spotify and Apple now. And review, you can leave in Apple. And that is just, it's like a little virtual hug from you to me. And honestly, it's so helpful for other people to be able to find this podcast. And so speaking of today's topic, we are going to talk a little bit about mindful eating. And I really wanted to dig into some practical tips for how you can actually start to eat more mindfully. This may be a term that you've heard thrown around a bunch, but you're not 100% sure why it matters or actually if it's something that could help you out. Or maybe you're like, I think this could really help me, but I don't actually know how to do it. So we're going to dig into that today and to help you understand if this could help you, let me ask you a couple of questions first. So how often do you eat a meal without your phone, TV, or the computer in front of you? How often do you sit down to eat a snack or put it on a plate instead of eating out of the package? How often do you check in with your hunger levels before you actually start eating something? How often do you stop eating before your plate was empty? How often do you eat a meal slowly, calmly, and without rushing? How often do you eat just a few chips or maybe a piece of chocolate or two and then put the rest away for later without some big mental struggle over the whole thing? I could go on with more questions, but if you realize that the answer for a lot of these questions is never or not very often, that means that mindful eating will definitely be something that could benefit you and you may be doing most or all of your eating on autopilot. Mindful eating is is just the act of being present to your hunger, fullness, emotions, and the experience of eating. And this practice can shift your eating habits from autopilot to intentional. That may sound like a lot to take on, but we're going to break it down so it actually can be something that you can work through without trying to like tackle this giant mountain of different things to do, which often ends up with us actually changing nothing. So mindful eating is the ability to pay attention to your hunger and fullness and to make compassionate decisions about what and how you eat. The opposite of this is what a lot of us do most of the time, which is mindless eating, basically just going through the motions of eating, eating on instinct rather than with intention and eating out of habit or even mechanistically, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But if you're someone that feels kind of out of touch with your body or you struggle to be intentional with how you eat, it's a habit that's really worth putting some effort into breaking. The life that many of us lead makes mindless eating super easy, and it makes mindful eating quite difficult, which is why this is something I spend so much time on with a ton of my clients. Pretty much all of my clients, I work on some aspects of mindful eating with. And just a quick note, I'm in the process of building a self-paced course that's actually going to take you through the process of becoming a mindful eater and becoming a little bit less chaotic in your planning around eating. So if you listen to this episode and you'd love to get on the list to beta test this course, or even just learn a little bit more about it, you can go ahead and slide into my DMs on Instagram. My Instagram is Bite Size Nutri, and I'll link that in the show notes as well. On a personal note, I spent most of my life eating mindlessly and honestly in a really reactive way. I have this distinct memory of sitting in the pantry with a friend. I had this nice big pantry in my dad's house, and we were eating Nutella out of the jar. And the experience itself, when I look back on it, was great experience. I was with a friend, we were laughing, it was great, but the eating was super mindless. I just kept shoveling spoonfuls of Nutella into my mouth and I honestly don't think I was even tasting it. I talked about mindfulness itself and some ways to start practicing presence in your day-to-day in episode five. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you might want to pause this one, go back and listen to that one, and then come back here so that we can start talking about mindful eating in particular. Or if you have listened, or maybe you already are pretty familiar with the concepts of mindfulness in general, amazing. Let's jump in. So I'd like to start by talking about hunger. Jan Chosen the author of the book Mindful Eating, discusses nine different types of hunger: mouth, nose, ear, stomach, taste, heart, mind, mindless, and cellular hunger, which is kind of a lot to take in and a lot to remember. So in order to simplify it and make it easier to really conceptualize what this is and, and understand how it works in your body, I'm gonna go with four main categories. We're gonna go with physical hunger, mouth and taste hunger, heart and emotional hunger, and practical hunger. We talked a lot about emotional hunger in episode six, and I broke down the difference between trying to understand what physical hunger feels like and what emotional hunger might show up as. So that may be a really helpful episode for you to go back and listen to. I'll link all these things I'm talking about in the show notes so that you can just click on it and go right back to it. Mouth taste hunger appears as a desire for specific flavors or textures, specific foods. And while it may seem similar to emotional hunger, it's different because, the craving, like where the craving is actually coming from is different. And how the craving dissipates is also different. So in emotional hunger, it's, it's caused not by necessarily just thinking like, oh, I'd like some pizza. It's triggered by trying to either avoid uh, an uncomfortable emotion or cover up an emotional, or, or, an emotion or numb out an emotion and, or kind of feel, you know, perhaps in the terms of memory, go back and feel a specific emotion. And with mouth and taste hunger, the craving disappears once you've eaten that food. And so the issue with mouth or taste hunger isn't necessarily an emotional issue. It's basically like if you see a photo of an amazing piece of pizza, you might start craving pizza. But once you eat the pizza, you've satisfied that craving. Whereas with emotional hunger, even if you've eaten the slice of pizza, the discomfort doesn't go away. The discomfort can tend to linger. It may even be amplified. There's often a sense of guilt or shame behind it. So it's it's really not the same as mouth and taste hunger, although they can be confused. Practical hunger might appear at first to actually go against the concepts of mindful eating. Practical hunger has to do with eating in anticipation of future hunger. And while I would argue that this is a mindful practice, because it is an example of being present to future use needs. But it does take a certain amount of self-awareness around what your eating structure is usually like, what your schedule is like, how your body reacts to hunger, and, and when you tend to get hungry throughout the day. So it does take a lot of self-awareness. And a good example of this is, is perhaps like going and having dinner Earlier than you normally would because you're about to head to a long movie or you're heading to the theater. So you may not be hungry in the moment, but you're anticipating that you will be hungry during a period of time in which you can't eat. So you're eating for a very practical reason in order to help future you not deal with extreme hunger, which can be very stressful. And so Practical hunger anticipates physical hunger, and it it is a way of being present to how your body functions. As I said before, if you're someone that doesn't have a clear understanding of what your hunger feels like, or you tend to have a really chaotic eating schedule in which you go many hours without eating, or maybe you're constantly grazing all day long. And so practical and physical hunger might be concepts that take a lot of your attention at first, because you may not necessarily be aware of what being physically hungry feels like for you. And I have a couple notes I wanna make before we head into the actionable tips part of this episode. And the first one I wanna make is that physical fullness and satisfaction are not the same thing. You can fill your belly simply by drinking a ton of water, but that's not super satisfying. Satisfaction is both a physical and a mental sensation. And that's why often why eating a super strict diet can fill you up physically. Like maybe you eat like a giant plate of broccoli or salad, but you may not be satisfied. And if you're someone that's constantly trying to eat as quote unquote healthy as possible, you might notice that feeling where it's that feeling of kind of like wanting something else or something doesn't feel quite right, even if your body is physically full. And this is why I generally recommend including four main components in your meals as often as possible. And I'm talking about your main meals, your snacks, you don't need to get crazy with that. But if you're eating a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, making sure that you're having a protein, carbohydrate, fat, and vegetable, and or fruit source for fiber in in those main meals is one of the most fantastic resources for helping you feel more satisfied with your meals, both physically satisfied and mentally satisfied. And I want to go now on a tiny little mini rant because I've heard the term mindful, like be just be mindful about what you eat thrown around a lot recently, especially on social media, and I want to make it very clear that the specific goal of mindful eating is not to eat less although that is often the result of paying more attention and being present to your hunger and fullness. Personally, I think that mindful eating habits should be a precursor to any type of diet or nutrition intervention. And mindless eating is often the downfall of any nutrition goals that we have in mind. And the thing is, is that I hear people over and over on social media talking about, oh, just think, be mindful about your choices. And they're they're talking about it like it's a way of just thinking twice about if you want an Oreo or if you want to order a burger. And being mindful about your eating choices is not about using more self-control. It's about learning how to respect your hunger and fullness and being more attuned to what's going on with you. It gives you a chance to make choices about what you eat instead of just reacting to stimuli or just immediately choosing the quote unquote healthiest thing on the menu because that's what being mindful is, which it's not just my little rant there. So. Let's hop in to the actionable tips part of this episode. So we're clear by now on the fact that mindful eating takes attention and intention, right? And it's really hard to accidentally be present to something. This isn't just something that happens. Ooh, I was present. It takes intention. In the show notes for this episode, you're gonna find a link to sign up for an email mini course that I put together that's gonna take you through five key mindful eating habits and how to implement them. And this is the perfect complement to help you really put in practice what I'm about to share with you. So first, I want to let you know that your brain is going to lie to you a little bit about mindful eating. It's going to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this, or this doesn't feel good. And the fact is, is that if you're a mindless eater or you're a really emotional eater, a lot of these habits are going to feel really, really uncomfortable when you start. You're going to resist them, and that's okay. Start with baby steps. So here you go. We're going to jump in and I want to make it clear that one of the most beneficial steps towards eating mindfully is identifying what it feels like to be hungry and what it feels like to be satisfied. However, this is kind of an advanced thing and there's some steps that we want to take first, especially if you're someone that never has really taken a moment to understand what hunger feels like or what satisfaction feels like. This is not maybe the first step you want to go to. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. This is, I'm going to share with you kind of the process that I would recommend you giving a try to. So the first step that I often chat about with my clients is working on putting your knife and fork down between bites. Even if you're not a really fast eater, you might have a very mechanical process of getting food from plate to mouth. And so maybe you start listening to like the tinkle of your utensils as you leave them on the plate and you don't pick them up again until after you've swallowed. So we kind of want, I kind of like to refer to this sometimes as like the empty hands, full mouth rule or the empty mouth, full hands rule. I, I, it's in the email mini course. So I just messed that up in my brain, but essentially what this is, is letting yourself finish what you're eating in like finish the bite in your mouth before you pick the food back up again. And this is one habit that personally I fall back on even when I'm super stressed or overwhelmed. I know that I can let myself swallow before the next bite shows up in my mouth. The next thing is to give yourself the opportunity to actually taste, smell, and experience your food. And a big part of that is actually chewing. If you're a self-designated food lover, you might notice that there's a lot of like excitement or anticipation in getting the next bite of food in your mouth. And that might mean that you're just doing like the one, two, chew and swallow. You might try counting the chews if you're like, or simply just making sure you're chewing enough to make your food non recognizable before you swallow. Like if you're eating tacos, we want to make sure that we can't tell that that's a taco before you swallow it. And that's both for mindful eating reasons, but also for digestion reasons. So our saliva and the actual physical mastication helps with our digestive process. And so if you're someone that deals with bloating or indigestion, this can actually be a really, really helpful process for helping you better digest and absorb nutrients. The next habit that I wanna share with you is the one that actually for me feels the most uncomfortable and I really struggle with sometimes. And that is leaving my phone in the other room, stepping away from my computer, turning off the TV and just eating. So to start out, try choosing one meal or snack Per day and eat it without distractions, even if it's only for a few minutes of the beginning of that meal experience. Because if you're someone who's addicted to stimulation and multitasking, this may feel super, super difficult. So like I said, start with just a couple of minutes and work yourself up from there. And I I really recommend doing something like closing your computer, going into the other room, leaving your phone in a drawer somewhere, and then working yourself up from there. I notice that even myself, if my phone is on the table next to me, I don't want to have to use self-control to not pick it up. Like actually putting it somewhere else makes it so much easier for me to, to do this eating without distractions. And while you're doing that, actually let your senses, taste, smell, touch, sight, and hearing connect with the act of eating. The last two things that I'm going to share that are actionable that you can start to do when it comes to mindful eating, and I find these so helpful, like I mentioned before, these are kind of a little bit more advanced, especially the hunger, a couple of deep breaths before eating. Anybody can really do that. And, and this the reason why taking a couple of deep breaths before eating is so important is because it gives us that switch from like a go, go, go mentality to actually being present and in your body and still. And taking a few deep breaths can take you out of that like brain, the like monkey brain and bring you into your physical body. And it can take you from thinking about tomorrow's work meeting to actually enjoying the ice cream that's in front of you. So For that one, if you are, if you've done any kind of like yogi breathing, I would say try doing like Ujjayi breathing, which is a, you know, very deep breathing. You kind of notice the sensation in your nose. If not, just breathe in deeply through your nose, exhale deeply through your mouth. Do that a couple of times before you start eating your meal. And when it comes to the next one, which is checking in with your hunger, personally, there's a scale that I like to use that. I find really, really helpful in in starting to identify hunger signals. And so on the scale, different people use different scales. This is the one that I like to use. A one is a full and a 10 is starving. Think about how you feel after eating a satisfying meal. Your belly is full. You feel quite satisfied. You don't necessarily want more food. And physically, you wouldn't really want to take in any more food at that moment. That's a one. That's like no more food. Thank you. I'm done. And then think about how you feel when you've gone hours without eating, you would literally eat anything and your stomach is like screaming at you. That's a 10. The middle of the range of five is that point where you're kind of like, I could eat, not necessarily hungry, but yeah, I could totally eat something and it wouldn't, you wouldn't be uncomfortable. It would just be, yeah, I'm going to eat something. Starting around a six is when you're going to start noticing subtle signs of hunger. Those signs may be in your stomach. You might notice it in your energy levels in your focus. There's a few different ways that you can notice it. It's a little bit different for everybody in around a six, seven, eight range is ideally when you're going to be eating most of your meals, once you get in the eight, nine, 10 range, it's really hard to make conscious decisions about what you eat just due to the physical hunger and the urgency that can come along with that severe hunger. You kind of enter into like, I have one sole focus and that is getting a food in my body. And if you're someone that's never really paid attention to your hunger, the, the six, seven range is going to be really difficult to recognize at first. What's going to be easier to recognize is the eight, nine, 10 range. And so we just want to work our way towards becoming attuned to those signals, especially at the beginning. And the nine, 10 range is that's where it's really hard to eat only until fullness. And so why, that's why I mentioned that trying to eat around that six, seven, eight range can be very, very helpful, especially when you're working on eating mindfully, because trying to eat mindfully when you're absolutely starving, I've tried it. It's hard (laughs) and it's not enjoyable. And I so I know I went through a lot today. And these are just a few kind of ways that you can get started with mindful eating and begin to practice this in your daily life. I highly recommend if you haven't, sign up for the Mindful Eating Habits mini course. Even if you've already done it, it may be worth going back through again. Um, if you're a client of mine and you're listening to this, um, we can talk through if this might be a good choice for you to walk through and This will take you through the steps that I've mentioned and actually explain them in a bit more detail and walk you through the process of putting them into your daily life As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I'm in the process of building out a course. It's actually going to really walk you through this process and help you embody it and help you become both a mindful eater in your daily life and when you're eating out with other people and also help you do a little bit more of the practical planning that makes it easier to eat more in that six, seven, eight range rather than being a little bit more chaotic with your meals. So. The idea behind this course is to help you be that person that can have a couple of chips and move on with your life or that can have a, a regular meal schedule and, and actually feel comfortable sticking with it and feel good about that. So if you're interested in, in learning more about how you can get in on the beta test of that course, let me know on Instagram. I'm happy to, to get you on the list for that. And with that, my friend, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed recording it, even though I had to record it three times. Oh, my God. I learned from this. I learned from this. And as always, any feedback that you have for me, send it my way. You can give me a follow on Instagram at Bite Size Nutri if you're not already. And if you want to set up a call with me to chat about mindful eating, any other nutrition related topics, go ahead and shoot me a DM and we will figure out how to make that happen. All right. Thank you for listening. I will see you again next time. I hope you have a lovely day.